0: Okay, Parshas Hanan, We definitely can't do it justice, uh, both because I definitely didn't prepare enough. It was an afterthought to to give a few, sh- share a few thoughts about Parshas on This week's Parsha is called Shabbos Nachamu, and like sh- just like last week, it was called Shabbos Chazon because simply because of the Haftorah it begins with Chazon Yishayahu last week. Um, this week it's called Shabbos Nachamu because the Haftorah begins with Nachamu, Nachamu Ami. That there's a a double reconciliation, and um, and and the question. This is always every year. Always Parshas Devarim is right before Tishabov and Parshas Vayeshev is always right after Tishabov. and th- that is locked in. Whether it's a leap year, whether anywhere in the world, it's always going to be that way. And therefore, there's something unique that we, we spoke about a little bit in Parshas Devorim. Um, Safer Devorim, we start right before Tishabov and Parshas Vas Chanan is always right after Tishabov called Shabbos Nachamu. Nechama, which, how do you translate Nechama in English? Consolation, consolation, and we console person. The person oh. you we've all been to the uncomfortable, awkward uh, mitzvah that we have of nichum aveilim. You go to someone who lost. I just recently lost my father uh, f- five six months ago, and it's it's awkward sitting shiva. You don't you know we do it because the halacha says to do it, and people come because the halacha says that they should come and no one knows what to say, and the truth is you don't have to say anything. That's the first rule. You can just come, sit, listen, and, and, and there's, there's something uh, that you impart to the person by showing them that you are thinking about them, you care about them, and there's something that you walk away with, as the Kohelis, Shlomo Maluch says, yiten al liboi. And the live person who can get up and walk away, unlike the person who's deceased, which is something that, that both the mourner and the people come to visit share, that we're still alive. We have to give, to put on our heart that we have still life to live. Obviously because God gave us uh, the gift of life, as we said this morning, I, I'm grateful and recognize that which, which side of the fence we're on when a person opens their eyes and, they, and their, their heart is beating and their mind is, is working and they can get up and walk and that's part of the process of the davening in the morning. And that's the, that's the conciliation. No one expects anybody to resurrect the dead when you come to, no matter what you say or what you remember about the person, you're not going to bring them back. And that's not what it's about. It's about making it real that that person had an impact in this world. And he left something here. Now, the people who are alive, both the mourner and the person who's coming, we all, we have another at least another day right? to, to have an impact, to do something useful and productive and to find out what it is that God wants us to do for ourselves, for the, our families, for our community, for Hashem, and and, and and this is the this is the conciliation this is the nechama the nechama w- with the base amidash is the same way we're not going to build the base amidash by sitting on the floor on tishabv and certainly what's the conciliation that we got up but the Beis is, is is not rebuilt and we can turn on our music we can take our showers we can buy new clothing we can have weddings again so what do we accomplish, where's the, where's the Nechama? Nachamu, Nachamu Ami my, my, there's a concili- reconciliation every single year be, it must be that it's an awareness it's a perception of what the Chorbin was and what it is and where the reconciliation is, and it's similar to when you come to Minacham Oval we're not bringing back the person so here also, where is the destruction? The destruction must lie in our ability to see and, and, and perceive the truth of our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch That is what the Beis Amikdash represented. A clear, the Shechina felt comfortable being in our home, being with us in a home that we built for the Shechina, and there came a time when the Shekhinah said, I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable anymore being here where I want to be and I have to conceal myself. But the Rav didn't give up on us and the Rebunsham didn't didn't uh, take another nation. We're it. And that's, therein lies the reconciliation. That we know that it's up to us and the Rav did not replace us that is written all over Say for Eicha that the Rabbanu Shalom is as well in mourning and waiting for us. There is no other nation that can replace Kalal Yisrael. It's a bond, an eternal bond between Kalal Yisrael and the Rabbanu Shalom and HaKodesh Baruch Hu and God. that is eternal. And, and, and that it's always there. We just have to be able to look deeper we have to squint a little stronger, shine a, a, a stronger light to see that the relationship is is still with us, and that that's the reconciliation. That's the that is the nechama. Parshas um, we know it begins with the word voschanan that Akosh that Moshe Rabbeinu pleaded and prayed. With as Chazal tell us, the gematria of Chanun uh, is five hundred and fifty. He played, prayed five hundred and fifty prayers in order to to be able to go into Eretz Yisrael. What is the root for Chanun? Chanun. This means das. Uh, we say it in davening every day. Right. You 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 give a gift which comes to the word chinam. Free, undeserved. That what he gives us on a daily basis is really undeserving. We don't, uh, it's, it, we don't deserve the blessings that a kodesh gives us on a daily basis. Life itself, the ability to function, our families, our our uh, bestow- occupations. Bestow- what I think bestow- is how the, the yeah. says. It. Yeah. Here yeah, 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 is something else, so, right? I'm trying to understand the meaning "Chanan." Yeah. "Chanan" comes from a matnas chinam, that's a Rashi explains that that uh, that they don't ask that it, it's it's chonen uh, is you you implore is one word at you give, but you give it in a way where it's not that I earned it or I paid for it; you give it anyways. And we're acknowledging that—that that it's a matna It's a gift that was undeserved. And in in this week's parsha, we have two important areas, two important parshios in this parsha. We have we have the Aseris Adibris, The second time the the Ten Commandments are are brought in the Torah. We have in parshas Yisro at the original when when the Torah was was written about that it was given in Parshas Yisro and we have the Shema in this week's Parsha and I think they also formulate the the idea of the Nechama that because both the Sadibras the Maimed Har Sinai and the Shema talk about the O Malchushamayim they talk about our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose us. We were chosen, we became the chosen people at Harsinai. And it's built on and, and predicated on Matan Torah. That is what it, that's where it began, that's what it's all about. Um, and that message, the message that we were told about in Parshish Yisro was that Moshe Rabbeinu came to the Jewish people before Maimon Harsinai and told them that God wants of you and you should be for me for HaKosh Baruch a priestly nation MaMleches KoHanim a priestly nation, Mamlach is over there and the the root word is Melech. There should be a, there's a, there's royalty there and priestly tendencies. The Goikodesh and a holy nation. This was the message that was given from God to the Jewish people through Moshe Rabbeinu before we stood at Harsinai. If you look at the Psalkim Parsha's Yisro this was the and the message is that you can do it. You can do it. Not, that it's not necessarily going to be easy. The process is going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be in some way scary. As we know when the Jewish people receive the Torah, the Shabbos tells us that a Shama flew out of them and there had to be actually a trias amesim. They had to be rebooted. And we're told that there was an exchange of a neshama to the Jewish people at that moment. But at that moment, we became the nation of able to be this royal nation of priests and this holy nation. We became able to do that. And but the message that I, that Moshe Rabbeinu was giving to the Jewish people was: you can do it. You'll be able to do it. You you will. We will have the the wherewithal and the capabilities to do that, and this is the and this is also the message. This is also the message in the Shema. Shema Yisrael, the six words that we say every day. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Right. We're connecting that in just like we recognize that there's a oneness in God that there's a oneness which means that everything in the world revolves and emanates and comes from God so too the Jewish people also um, have that and share that oneness because we are bound and how are we bound? we're bound through Maimon Harsinai and Kabbalah Satorah and this is what the Gemara and Brachas the Gemara Brachas says that on Yudbeiz Amen the Gemara says, or actually Yudbeiz Aleph, the Gemara says that Bhikshu, that they wanted to put the Aseris Hadibris in Kriya Shema, that aside from the three parshas that we read, the Shema, Vahoyim Shemoya, and Parsha Sitzes, which is in the end of Parsha Shlach, right? That—that's what we know as Kriya Shema. Yeah, that's the mitzvah. I say to say Kriya Shema twice daily. Are those three parshias, right? Um, they wanted to put Asheres Hadibris also. Reference the to say it. That it should, say it. Be, it should be part of the part of the mitzvah. And they didn't because they were heretics. Rashi says La that the un-, un intellectual or the un the people who are not learned shouldn't say Ein Emis. The rest of the Torah is not true. Only the Sarasat that they only read the along with the Shema, and therefore we see this must be the only true part of the Torah. The rest is secondary, and that's where you have even today in the shuls. There's a, there's always a machlokus: What do you stand up for the Asheres or do you not stand up for the Asheres Some do, some don't. This is where the Rambam was very, very uh, strong about not standing because people shouldn't think, oh, we're standing up because this is special. This is more Torah than the rest of the Torah, and that's not true. Every word of the Torah, even where it talks about Bilam or it talks about Esav or it talks about uh, anybody, this is this is as important as um, as true as the Aseret Hadibros. What is your name? I mean, is to stand up, yeah. But usually, we stand up for the whole uh, leaning, anyways. We you mean to stand up." The whole leaning, usually, when I when I can. But I, I do stand up for the Seder um, and, and that's, I think that's prominent in most Ashkenazic uh, communities to stand up. It's hard not to and yet the Rambam is totally right. Yes, yes. It's correct. It's, it's right. But that's why it's not part of the Shema. The Gemara says they wanted to. Now, why did they want to? Obviously because there's a message. There's a message there. And there's also a message in the Shema that we have the mitzvah to say the Shema. The Gemara uh, says on Yudbeis on in Brachas that they wanted to put Bhikshu the same language Bikshu the Kboya Parsha's Bolok See here it says Bhikshu Likrois. They wanted to they wanted to read the the Parsha the Aserasa Dibras in the, and they didn't here it says they wanted to establish Parshas Bolak Parshas Bolak into Kriyashma and so it would be too long it's good they didn't, it would be very long right? so Mipnei Mailo Kavu why didn't they? because it's, it's it would be too difficult to have to read so so much so then the Gemara says what is it? Where? what is it in Parshas Bolak that's so significant that you had a thought and when the Gemara ever ex- you know, expresses and shares with a, even a Havamina it means that, okay, we're not doing it, but keep it in mind there's something a message that is appropriate, just we don't want to burden the people to have to, what is it about Parsha's, so, so the Gemara comes out that it's a special Pasek in the Parsha of that says that the, the the association of Kalal Yisrael was Korah Shochav Kari, he crouches and lays down like a lion ukelavi and like an awesome lion, who can stand him up? Which is what Billam was saying about the Jewish people that they're untouchable. You, you can't destroy them. You can't even curse them to try to hold them down and, and, and hold them back. They are who they are. This was the reason why we wanted to mention something. More. Said, well, okay, so just say that, Pasuk. Said, no, you can't break up a Parsha. If either you say the whole Parsha... Or, or you don't and therefore since it's too long so therefore we omit it but the idea is significant which means that there's, a, there's an aspect of Shema that we have to take from Parshas Bullock. and, and what is that? so we see on one hand we, have, we see that the Aserzat Dibris should be part of, of, um, of, of Shema and we don't do that for one reason even though there's a different Lushan, uh, I'm not going to go into it today, there it says, they want to read it, and here it says, Likboya, they want to establish it. What's the difference between, we want to read it, and we want to establish it? Hmm. So the, the and in Brachas, says that, really, Aseris hadibris are not just, we want to read it to allude to the fact that there's some kind of association. If you really are read closely, he brings the Yushalmi. If you really read closely the words of Shema, you will find all the Ten Commandments in the Shema. And he brings the Yushalmi, Yisab Yushalmi, the Oisam Gimel and the three Parshias, not just the first Parsha that's in this part in Boazchanan. All three parshas Sh'tiknu beKriishma lefi Shbohen Aseres Hadibros vaAyin Boi veTimtzakol. Look into the three parshas of Shema, and you will find all ten commandments. Hmm. And and uh, you know and and this is you know so let's the first one is easy because it says Shaseres Hadibros Kluban Noichy Hashem ala Kecha. That's Shema Yisrael Hashem ala Keinu. I am your God. That's shmei shama lokha shemakhod that's an easy one um uh, and and the, and dushami goes through each one loisa shema shem lokha don't Mention the name of Hashem. That's for Hashem You know, it's a, the one who you love. You don't swear falsely in his name. You don't use the name lightly. And and he goes through each one how where we find the the aseret and That's yushalmi. <clears throat> so even when we say the Shema, we are saying the Ten Commandments. Hmm. Right. And and this is a, this is an interesting thing, but the parsha. But the Gemara doesn't say that. Well, kind of you're you're, you're already saying it. So, like, I mean, that's not. No, it's Gemara doesn't say it, because we wanted to say it for the people who, you know, who don't see it in there in the words that you have to be a talmud to be able to know where all the ten commandments are found in the in the Shema. Uh, you have to look at the Yushalmi You have to know how to learn and everything. So we wanted to say it. Uh, the Ten Commandments with the Shema every day and they and they, they decided not to. Um, we know that Shema Yisrael has a earlier source. The first time we heard these words, Shema Yisrael was not from Moshe and Parshas Voschanon. We heard it way back the Gemara in Psachim Nun Aleph, says it was the words that was was recited by the twelve tribes when they stood in front of Yaakov, their father, when he was about to die. The Gemara tells us in Psachim the Nun the Gemara says that. That when Yaakov called his children in Parshas VaYechi, he osvu v'agil gathered together, and I want to tell you something. So the Gemara says he wanted to tell them katz the end of days, when we, we call it when Mashiach is coming, or what's what's the, what's the whole what's the end game basically? What's the end game? The nostalgia of The Shechina left him. The Shechina left him. And and so Yaakov was very concerned. The shechina leave me, which means I'm not supposed to impart this to my children. Why? They're my they're my continuity. Why shouldn't I be able to give this over to them? Must be, he said to his children. Must be one of you are not where you should be. So his children were very taken back, and they said to him, Shema Israel, listen, Israel, which was another name for Yaakov, their father. Hashem elokenu, just like God is one to you, Hashem achad, He's one to us. We're there is nothing wrong with our belief system, not in any one of us. This is the first reference to this yes. phrase. Yes. This is down, and it's where it's where is the reference? The Gemara Nun Vav Pesachim. That's according to the oral law. It's not written. It's, it's, it's no, written. it's not no. in the Chumash. Right, right, right. It's not one of the stories brought in in Brayshus except the, the, that he called them together that's brought in Parashas Vayichi but went on behind the scenes that we, we have to look at the Gemara in, in Psachim Nunvav so, 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 so that's what the children said this to them, which is an astounding thing each, all the children said this together which, which means they were 100% sure each one could talk for themselves but how can they talk for each other But this was the unity. Mm. This was how they knew not just themselves, but they knew each other. Which means that this is what Yaakov wanted to see. Are you responsible for your brother as well? Do you know where your brother's at? Or is he struggling with something? Which is, that's, that's the message of not just our generation, but of all generations are we taking responsibility through our actions that we know where our our brother is standing where our family member is standing, where our community is standing and what are we doing about it so at the end of his life, through the thick and thin of all what they had within the brothers and Yosef and everything else when they stood at the end of his life after the whole process and Yaakov is now leaving the world he wanted to challenge them one more time and find out from them. And and when he came to this situation, he found that this that the Shekhinah w- left him. Right, which is really our situation of our golos where we don't have the Shekhinah among us, we don't have the base amikdash. But they said to him, "Shema Yisrael, we are one. We realize that." Our faith and our connection to the oneness what that means to me what that means to the, the, all of the Jewish people we are in sync there's a oneness which means that there's really no reason why the Shekhinah shouldn't be here we deserve it and it's but if it's not here, if the Shekhinah left you, it's for a different reason that's the consolation. Don't you see? That's the consolation. That's why the Shema is in Parsha's Voreshchanan, in the Parsha of Nechama, because it always represented Nechama. Because Yaakov, when the Shechina left him, which left him broken in a state of Hurban, whether he knew that it wasn't because of it, but he wanted them to know and them to responsibility for themselves and their brothers and everybody else can you say that you understand that the shekhinah is still with us that the shekhinah is still we deserve to have the shekhinah because our faith and our commitment is intact like we say in the shema israel that's the message that's what we say every single day when we say shema we are closing our eyes and making that commitment where we see the depth of ourselves. When we close our eyes, we're cutting off everybody else, but we're also being to look inside of ourselves. That's the, that's the message of closing our eyes. We're not distracted, but we're also being able to pierce inside of ourselves and see beyond ourselves. And this is what, this is what it was. Says the Gemara, so at that moment, Yaakov responded, and he said, Baruch Shem Kvod Malchusah Leodom This we're all familiar with. He said those six words Blessed is the name of Hashem, Kvod the glory of his kingdom forever and ever. Right? And so the So this was Yaakov said this to them in response to being convinced. That the Shekhinah left him. That the state of korban is not korban at all. It's just. It's not the right time to reveal what you wanted to reveal. It's not the right time. Okay, but it's not korban. And and so now the Gemara says, well, what should we do? Should we say Baruch Shem K'vod Malchus well, Moshe didn't say it. That's our parsha. In Voschanon, he says, Shema and goes straight for Hafta in Baruch Shem, you look at the parsha. Baruch Shem is not in the, in the Torah. So Moshe didn't say it. But Yaakov said it. That's, that's a pretty good source. Hmm. So the Gemara comes out, so that's what say it silently. And that's our Minig, to say it silently except on Yom Kippur, where we say it out loud. And this becomes the whole question of you know what are we saying? It's six words of Shema, six words of Baruch Shem. They're also six words. They correspond to each other. They, they it's a match. It's like a mirror image of each other. And what Baruch Shem basically says is that even if I don't see it, because to see it I have to cover my eyes, the world around me we don't see the Shechina. We have to look internally. That's what the Shema Yisrael says, and in, within myself, I see everything. I see everybody around me. Baruch Shem says that's that is the glory. That's the kvod malchusay. Even though the, the 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 kingdom itself, we don't see it in the Beis Hamikdash. We don't have a Beis Hamikdash, but there could be still be the honor kvod. The Kvoid could still be there, and and that's that's where the that's where this that's this gemara, and I and I think this is what um, what we're saying by the the ten commandments, which was which is the root and the source of where we became a nation. This is where it started, the ten commandments. Where the, and that will never never be given up. So Moshe didn't say it. Yaakov said it. Yaakov, of course, is pre Torah, hmm. Right? So Yaakov sort of had to say it, because he had to give them the impression that, you know, that you, you, we, you it is... You, you'll be able... To, you have something. Moshe didn't say it, because Moshe is representing... The Matan Torah, and in Matan Torah we have, since we have the Torah, so therefore, that is that is the way our connection and our commitment to Torah is our expression of the Baruch She'im Kavod Malchuso Le'elon Voed. That's that's how that's how it's, and this is something that infuriated Bullock. When, and it's interesting sometimes we refer to Parshas Bolak as Parshas Bolak, that's what it's called in the Moshe's Torah it's called Parshas Bolak. and in, in the Gemara it's called Parshas Bilam hmm. and the Gemara in Baba Basra Vav, says Moshe Kosaf Sifrei Kosaf Sifrei U Parshas Bilam Why it's called sometimes Parshas Balak, sometimes Parshas Bilam? There are different perspectives. Bilam represented, you know, he was the the flip side of the coin of prophecy for the Jewish people, and the flip side for the non-Jews was Bilam, right? That's one area. Parshas Balak, I want to s- suggest that interesting that pasuk that the Gemara says is the reason why we wanted to put it into into the Shema the Gemara says, or the Pasek says the next Pasek is Vayichar af Balok when Balok heard this Pasek of he crouches and lays down like a lion and like an awesome lion, who can stand him up? which means the Kalal Yisra are not crushable so it says Vayichar af balak el Elbilam and Balak lost his cool <clears throat> he got so angry Vayisapek Eskapov Let's see how let's see how he, he translated. Chav Dalad Tess. Back in Parsha's Bullock. On page eight seventy it says Vayichar Bahispaik Eskapov. Bah Eskapov. Bullock anger flared against Bolam Billam, and he clapped his hands. This is the to my knowledge is the first time the concept of clapping their hands which you know is a big very. See them are big into clapping their hands right? Clapping your hands we know that's a, we applaud someone We it's an expression, a very a, a big expression he clapped his hands and the word that they use for clapping is vai va spike. Va which has the root of Suffolk. He was put into doubt. Bullock was put into doubt because Bullock thought, I hire this guy Billam, he'll be able to curse because he has the power. But when he realized the reality, that you cannot curse the Jewish people, they are not a curse, doesn't attach themselves. They are Teflon coated from cursing. You can't curse them. Why? Because they're God's people. They're one with God. You can't curse them. Even if you get the the most professional cursor in the world, who has the power, he cannot curse them. A curse, it was changed into a blessing. And here he saw that. In this verse, he saw that. And his expression was, he clapped his hands with just utter giving up that I can't. That's where our Shema begins. We have to know, we close our eyes, we look around the world, we don't see, there's no God, there's no Hamigdash. there's no, where are we as a Jewish people? You know, there's so much assimilation, there's so many problems. And we also almost want to clap our hands, but we can close our eyes and we can see the oneness of God, we can see that inner connection that is unshakable and unbreakable. That's what Bullock. He was proven at this posik, he was proven. That's where he broke. And he said, Bilam, I, I, I want my money back. <laughs> you, you didn't you didn't deliver. You didn't deliver. And this is this is the positive that's why this posic is why we wanted to put it in the Shema because that's just like by Yaakov Avinu, he was proven with this sentence of Shema that his children are complete and that the Siluk Hashchina. When the Shechina left, was not because of korban, but because it's just not the right time to reveal what he wanted to reveal. That's all. Why? I don't know why. That's not my Hashem decided and took away the Shechina. It's the only way he does. He wouldn't have the nevuah. Took it away. It's not korban. Why? Because Shema Israel. So here also Shema Israel. That's what Moshe was. Moshe was telling them that. For us, Shema Yisrael leads us straight into the Haftas Hashem because our connection with Hashem is unbreakable. Because Moshe represents giving them, giving them the Torah, and this is why the, our expression, or you know, our expression of clapping our hands, is a very significant one. No, you know, them, uh, the Opikabola you know, they say the the right is is uh, it's it's chesed and din. The right is is uh, chesed and the left is din. And when you clap them together, you're like showing that I understand that chesed and din function together in this world. And it's all from Makor This is what 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 clapping is all about the 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 depth of clapping. It's it's our saying of Shema Yisrael. Hashem Echod The Chesed and Din. It's all one. So I think this is this is the lesson of Vahafter Hashem Elkech and why Parshas Balak was was thought to be appropriately placed in Shema, but it wasn't. And why why Moshe Rabbeinu did not put Baruch Shem Kvod Malchuso in the in the Parsha because we have Torah. And through the Torah, a person can come to recognize um, that the connection can never be broken, can never be severed. And and ultimately this is the Nechama. The Nechama is that in our Siluk Shechina, it's because we had a base and it was burnt, but Hashem never replaced us. and He never gave us away. He just suspended our ability to have him in our presence, but and therein lies the the true humble consolation. Okay, I think that's that's just a thought. Okay, have a good Shabbos.